one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Talksport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, happy Tuesday, my friends. And of course, welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we start with Frank Lampard, who is officially the new Everton manager. Yeah, we know about that, Goldstein. What about transfer deadline day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that very shortly. But first, his lamps talking to Everton TV. Oh, I've got my own TV channel. Breaking news, Frank Lampard has been confirmed as the new Everton manager on a two and a half year deal. Very excited. It's a huge honour for me to represent and uh, manage a club with a tradition, the size of Everton Football Club. I can't wait to get started. Um, I always had uh, a great feeling whenever I played against Everton as a player, playing at Goodison, felt the atmosphere, felt the passion of the fans. Yeah, very hungry to get started. I think he's highly motivated, highly intelligent. You know, known Frank for a long, long time, loves his football, he's a, he's a bright lad. He must have learned from the experiences at Derby and Chelsea in terms of different clubs in need of different things, but from from a player management perspective, one of the prerequisites I'd have been look is, is the way, your philosophy, the way the team's going to play. I think Frank's shown at Derby and Chelsea that he plays high intensity and good football. Mm. And Evertonians, they high intensity, they demand it. Not pragmatism, dropping off. Like some of Rafa's, you know, performances when you saw Everton's hanging, you know, hanging on in games and stuff like that. The one thing you do when you want to resolve something is you put an experienced person that's experienced in those circumstances in. Derby, despite where they are now, at that time were in ascendancy. They were trying to invest to buy themselves out of the championship. They were going to utilise some of his relationship with Chelsea to take some of their young players through. So they were going to get out of the championship was the blueprint. So they were a club trying to move forward. Now we've seen that unwind, right? You go to Chelsea, we know what Chelsea, uh, Chelsea are. Irrespective of whether he had one transfer window ban, they still had an embarrassment of riches of players, right? And all these young players available to him that he'd learnt about at Derby, right? So he had all that available to him. Here he is today in a car crash. This is a car crash. Here's Everton's majority shareholder, Farhad Mashiri. I'm really delighted. He's an impressive young man on and off the pitch. You can quickly relate to him. There is a positivity and confidence that comes through. The more you see him, the more you like him. He's just a very likeable man. I'm really pleased with uh, security services. So, Frank Lampard's first game in charge of Everton will be live on TalkSport 2 on Saturday against Brentford in the FA Cup fourth round. It's a three o'clock kickoff, don't you know? Anyway, on to transfer deadline day, and if I'm honest, I'm recording these links before the window officially shut. So I'm guessing we're about to hear a stab, followed by Jim White or Alex Cook. Let's find out, shall we? Breaking news on TalkSport. 
Delhi Ali has now completed uh, his deadline day move from Tottenham and a chance for Delhi Ali to go and revive his career under Frank Lampard. <clears throat> second signing for Everton on deadline day. Delhi Ali now officially an Everton player. It wasn't that long ago that Delhi Ali had a really fabulous season where he couldn't stop scoring. I mean, him and Ericsson linked up really well. We had a great and relationship Kane with well, Kane. Yeah. yeah, and he was arriving in the box and scoring. Those Frank Lampard-esque type goals arriving into the box late. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what's happened to him, but that's tailed off in a big way. Clearly he had to move away from Spurs. I just wonder whether Frank sees a little bit of himself in Deli Alley, and maybe he can mould him or certainly give yeah. him the opportunity to go on and be that player again. Donny van der Beek has completed his loan move to Everton until the rest of the season. I mentioned earlier, uh, Everton did want an option to make that a permanent deal in the summer. Manchester United rejected that option. The Dutch international signed from Ajax in the summer of 2020. Unbelievably, has played 50 games for United across all competitions. Van der Beek's interesting though, isn't it? I mean, he plainly hasn't had no game no. time at Man United. Nobody's seen what he can do. We know there's a player there somewhere from Ajax days, but he's going into a very tough situation yeah. at Everton and Frank is immediately going to have to get out of him what we haven't seen. For now, the spotlight falls on the south side of Glasgow. Ibrook Stadium, wow. to be exact, where a large crowd has gathered because Rangers have just announced that they are delighted to announce the loan signing of Wales international midfielder Aaron Ramsey from Juventus until the end of the season. There were signs again that reminded me of the Gascoigne sign in when standing outside the front door yeah. with all the fans there. And I can assure you, if he's half as successful as Paul and is such a big hit for the fans as Paul, then the Rangers have made a, a fantastic signing. It's clearly fantastic business from Rangers to be able to pull this off albeit I don't think he'll make a dot of difference because he barely plays can't stay fit I'd question his character because he's always finds himself being able to be fit and playing well for Wales high ball forward to Ramsey who brings the ball down and Ramsey yes. scores Aaron Ramsey every time I watch for Wales I'm like wow he's still absolutely the player that could in the Premier League when he does come on for Juve I'm like that's not the same player why can't you stay fit between now and the rest of the season you would expect Aaron Ramsey to at least improve the starting 11 for Glasgow Rangers now effectively Juventus if they're paying even the majority but it looks like it might be all of his wages if Juventus are paying all his wages or a big chunk of his wages that is Juventus subsidising Glasgow Rangers title push how is that right in any way <laughs> Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is a Barcelona player. It's a free transfer, an incredible end uh, to what has been a pretty turbulent Arsenal career at times. But let's not forget, this is the player who delivered the FA Cup. He scored the winner in an FA Cup final, got himself that big money new contract, then fell out with Mikel Arteta. Listen, it hasn't worked out too badly. He's off to Barcelona. Barcelona! Odin Wingy pitched up at Loftus Road, didn't get his move. Aubameyang pitches up in Barcelona and gets his move. I'm a bit conflicted because his goal-scoring record is pretty good up until winning the FA Cup. I always felt that unlike Harry Kane or Aguero, he did miss a lot of good chances. I do remember quite often thinking, whoa, he's missed that. Even this season, you remember one of his last games, I think it was against Newcastle, he hit the post from a yard out.
Dan Byrne has completed his move from Brighton. The Newcastle statement says an undisclosed fee. We understand that fee is £13.5 million. The 29-year-old central defender moves to his hometown club where he was a season ticket holder as a boy. Money talks. We knew Newcastle would do a lot of business, and they have. Matt Target, Bruno Grimarais, Chris Wood, Kieran Trippier, and Dan Byrne just made it. Newcastle bolstering the troops. Talk sport breaking news. Ralph Ranick reiterating his blessing this morning that Jesse Lingard could leave Manchester United. Then all of a sudden, I'm told there was a £14 million bonus payment that United wanted if Lingard helped Newcastle stay up. Newcastle decided that was too rich for them. Jesse Lingard stays at Manchester United. How much football will he get between now and the end of the season? Then he's a free agent. I'm not happy with Manchester United, your oh, team, right? Wow. I'm not happy with them. Okay. Because they are stuffing around poor Jesse Lingard like he just doesn't matter. The bloke's 29. He's probably is his last shot at going to play in the World Cup this year. Just not giving him any time on the pitch playing football. It's, Crying Nick, out loud, let him go to West Ham uh, or Newcastle Nick, and play Nick, the half This season. is not a charity. This is business. Footballers are a commodity. And Manchester United, in my mind, have done nothing wrong. Antonio Conte has raided, not literally, his old club, Juve, or Juventus, as some people call them, and signed two of their players. Juventus, in the last few minutes, have confirmed that Rodrigo Bentoncourt, their Uruguayan midfielder, has completed his move to North London. Juventus, once again, have confirmed the departure of their Swedish international winger, Dejan Kulusevski. It's a loan deal initially with an obligation to buy for €30 million Euros if he plays a certain number of games. I like Kulusevski a lot. I think there is a guy there who, if you look at the technical ability he has, it's very good, very strong left foot, explosive, likes to run at players. He's versatile. He can play on the right of a three, cutting in on his left, or he can play in a more central area, which is what he did earlier in his career. Very bright guy. He's only 21. Somebody who will, I think, really thrive working under Antonio Conte. In terms of Bentancur, there's a guy who's very classy as a midfielder. He's got really good passing range. He's won a lot of trophies, but it's whether the Premier League is a bit of a jump for him in terms of the intensity. Been a crazy last hour. Amazing. 11 o'clock on the dot. Alex Crook, congratulations to you. It was wicked that last hour. Here's the former Tottenham and Spurs manager, Harry Redknapp, discussing the transfer window, obviously from his Range Rover. Well, it's always a difficult window, Laura. You know, you, mm. you hope, you, you always seem to, I always seem to be at clubs that were struggling uh, and needing a couple of players in to either get you out of trouble or whatever. So, you know, sometimes, you know, you struck lucky and you got one or two in that made the difference, especially probably when I was at Portsmouth. You know, I took three lads from Tottenham. I went and did it down to Tottenham and, and took Pedro Mendes and, uh, and Sean Davis and Noe Pamero. You know, I probably only went there actually to sign one of them, but Daniel did a buy one, get two free. <laughs> Now, the last episode of the podcast, Weekend Breakfast presenter Natalie Sawyer criticised some EFL fans for their behaviour over the weekend. Well, here's the former Palace owner, Simon Jordan, slamming the conduct of some supporters, taking aim at West Brom for their actions against Millwall at the Den. 
absolute scandalous, preposterous overstepping of the mark of football fans at this moment in time. I really don't know who they think they are. We know it's your football club. We know that you want the best for it. How dare you be in football stadiums running on pitches because you don't like something, picking up seats and throwing them onto the onto, onto the pitch, picking bottles and throwing them at players, yeah. getting coins. I mean, what the hell is going on with these people? What they're not entitled to do is throw flares and smoke bombs onto the pitch. Not once, but twice play had to be halted for a couple of seconds while stewards came on to put them out with extinguishers. And I would suggest it's a younger generation of kids that seem to think they've got an entitlement to behave in a certain way. Unbelievable. Get them nicked, get them put behind bars for a little bit and liven them up a bit get them a criminal record see how brave they are then, and then lose their jobs as a result <coughs> of it yeah. and see how bloody clever they are then right? yeah. it's all well and good you can shout and you can boo and you can hiss and you can express your un- unhappiness about something who the hell do you think you are now Sunderland have parted company with Lee Johnson after getting tonked 6-0 against Bolton Black Cats legend Mickey Gray of course missed a penalty in a playoff final at Wembley shouldn't mention that really oh don't play it now Alan Kerbishley not looking, but hoping nonetheless that Michael Gray misses. And he has missed! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry about that, Mickey Gray. Anyway, he said the job seems to be cursed, and the man for the role is veteran manager Neil Warnock. Oh, that's nice of you to say that for Neil. Lee Johnson has left his job as Sunderland manager following their 6-0 defeat at Bolton yesterday. Johnson leaves Sunderland third in League One. There's going to be a lot of names and look, it's a fantastic job to take. I think uh, I've actually heard Robbie Fowler's name being mentioned. I don't know, I think, look, we've been in this league for too long. Why not give Neil Warnock an opportunity? They might not like the football, they might not like the style, but maybe that's the type of character that they need in the dressing room. I, I don't know. There's going to be so many names getting branded around because it's, it's a great club and a great job to take, but... It just needs somebody to get it right because a club like Sunderland should not be in League One, certainly for four seasons anyway. Over to now Jamie O'Hara and some sensational news that he's got a fight scheduled at the O2 Arena. What? This is 10% live from the Sunderland Football Club I'm in a boxing match. I've got a boxing match. You come in. Are you actually you have doing not. this? April 2nd at the O2. At, at the O2? At the O2. And who, oh, who's your opponent? Don't know yet. Who's going to be? Let's tell just you what say, do, you mate. I'm a heavyweight. <laughs> I am going to tell you right now. He's uh, the shortest friend, heavyweight in history. Uh, as a friend, I'll be coming along with the smell and salts yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I've got to be brutally oh. honest with you, mate. You look as though you couldn't go two rounds with a revolving door. <laughs> I was going to be the problem this morning. Hey. Ali's the problem. Just for the benefit of the listeners, he's bobbing and weaving there. Bopping and weaving. And I'm taking a step back. <laughs> <laughs> and just by the looks of that bopping and weaving, this is not going to go past the first oh. round. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app where we get your podcasts from. I don't care. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm today alongside Super Charlie Austin. After my show, from 7pm, it's kick-off with Adrian Durham and all the goals as they go in on a busy night of EFL action. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.
The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.